Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Jorge of the Savannah. And this is a show where we force our interests upon one another. And sometimes other people. Just kidding. We get people who like the things to come on and talk. Um, which brings me to my next point. Great easy segue that we have somebody new today with us. And not, not new, new. Not new. He's a recurring guest. Just fresh with a PH. Yes. Yeah. Um, much like Subway, he is very fresh. And his name is Henry. And we will be bringing him on here in just a minute so that we can talk about Star Wars. Episode, episode 2. Ooh. Henry comes from the Pizza Time podcast, so if you have not already, go check out his podcast, and we'll be right back with our review of Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Hey there, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Flip It and Reverse It. Of course, I have my lovely co-host, as always, Mr. Jorge, here with me today. Um, hello, hello. Uh, don't worry about him. We have with us, and wait for this. Hold your breath. Are you sitting down? No. We have the one and only, the incomparable, the hilarious, the absolute uh, Star Wars expert with us today. Oh, And that it. is <laughs> Mr. Henry from the Pizza Time Podcast. Henry. Good Lord. Y'all make me blush right now. Good Lord. That was that was beautiful. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for having me again. You know, I'm always down to talk uh, of my about my religion. It's beautiful. <laughs> yes. We gotta have somebody talking with us who actually knows things. This is the thing because you know we like we it, are but... novices. No, I, I'd say y'all know Radwans. y'all know more. I'd say y'all y'all are Jedi knights. Oh yes, the uh, the higher rankings. Exactly. Let's be honest. I'm a youngling. Annie's gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my. too soon. Uh, Next movie. Next movie. And I love it. God, you know I can't wait to talk about those dead kids. Um, <laughs> starting off strong. Um. Anyways, so we're gonna kind of just talk about uh, Attack of the Clones before I get ahead of myself here. And we're going to kind of just talk about how the movie affected us throughout our lives and then talk about some of our more specific favorite and least favorite moments. And then hold on now. I didn't sign up to talk about it, how it affected my life. That's getting a little bit too personal here. Okay. It's called improv. I can talk about it. It's fine with me. (laughs) It's the reason I didn't get a girlfriend until the age of 20, you know? Yeah, there you go. There it is. Apparently chicks don't like it when you say I don't like sand. (laughs) <laughs> i was like man this guy's got look he's got he's got the lines and i if i just follow his lead i too can get myself a padme exactly i was thinking like you know what i'm gonna just Oof. i'm gonna just do be mad creepy with her kind of give her those stalker eyes talk to her, like yeah, really yeah. aggressively and murder no commit genocide you know of a of a race yeah yeah like you do like you do yeah, of course so yeah Henry, when was the last time you watched this movie? I would have to say probably three weeks ago. Okay, so relatively fresh. Yeah. So we just rewatched this movie last night. So I think our 
first thing that we're going to do here is just talk about like overall like feelings about Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. And as per tradition, you are our guest, so you will be leading us off, my friends. Uh, Tell us how did this movie make you feel? How do you feel about this movie? I kind of have two answers for that. I have the current how it makes me feel now, and then as a kid, <laughs> when yes. I first saw it. See? See, when I first saw it, it was awesome because one, you get to see all the freaking Jedi just out of nowhere. You get to see Yoda out of just right. in his CGI glory, and mm-hmm. it, it it was just cool because that's uh, also again my personal thing is I finally saw a brown person in Star Wars and I felt oh I felt like I felt seen you know it's like you know what the clone totally and it's hilarious I'm like yo all the clones look like my uncle. <laughs> also, like, they didn't make it a, a thing like he was just a badass he happened to be hispanic and also like they didn't ever comment on it at all which i think is great and also yeah yeah total badass murderer yeah actually later on i found out he wasn't even hispanic he's from new zealand but i'll take it he's brown hey brown right pride. okay yes See, he's probably Caribbean. polynesian exactly I'm, I'm terrible hey it's still i got Again, I didn't know this at the time either. I'm just like, yo, this dude, he looks like my... I was like, at the time, he looks like my deal, and I'm going to take it. <laughs> Do you think that uh, that actor realized that there would be, like, millions of animated clones of like that look just like him? Probably not. Like, that he would become <laughs> such an iconic part of a different TV show? Yeah, I, I really don't think so. You know, I met him? You did? What? Yeah, what? At, uh, that's... That's really? A convention. I paid like fifty bucks to wait in line to see him. It was great. No way. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you see, I'm nice. I'm that nerdy. I go to the conventions. I oh, wish that there were conventions that you know what happened in a place like you know Montana where we are. Oh, I had to travel. It yeah, it's too bad. far away. In Orlando. But yeah, uh, that's not too far. It's, it's it was pretty cool though. You know, I met him and young Boba Fett. It was mostly because those were the only ones I could afford and the only ones I kind of wanted. So, but dude, that's fair. It was, it was awesome. But yeah, let me just say his voice in real life. I don't know what's the equivalent of like you know getting, you know, turned on by a voice. <laughs> I think it's just getting turned I on. I don't know how to react. I, I was like, I want this man to narrate everything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Step aside, really Morgan Freeman. It's totally true. I'm saying he has like again that accent. It just sounds so. It's anyways. I'm getting to the point where I'm gonna start just ogling over this man. But anyway, <laughs> totally. But, yeah, back to the question at hand. Uh, the movie nowadays. Um, bleh, bleh, as you can see, I'm having trouble wording it. It's a. It's a. It's a beautiful disaster, is how I'd word it. Mm, yes. That, that's how it makes me feel. It makes me feel like, oh my god, did they not read, did they not like revive, did they not have script writers? Yeah, like you think with that oh. kind of budget, we can hire some people who know how to write dialogue, right? Yeah, or, you, you know, at least anyone who's ever tried to attract a female woman. Yes. Oh like my God! How how to flirt and how not to um seem like a stalker a murderer type. Yeah, there we go. 
Oh, yeah, it's a little it's a little intense watching uh that one scene um when they're in the fireplace when the when the room has the fireplace. We actually just like rewatched it just before we started this episode. Oh, we're packing like the BDSM. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah like, that leather dominatrix corset. outfit. Oh my on. god! And she's just like, "We can't. We have to be." I'm like, "Woman, do you not see what you're wearing? Right? You are not sure. <laughs> Don't you try to act like you are? You have leather gloves on. What are those for?" It's like I'm not even him right now, and I understand why he's struggling. Oh god, my god! Dang. I'm sorry. I gotta say that like the one of the major takeaways I have from this movie was that I just could not believe the terrible like dialogue that some of these actors had to like had to say because i'm like yeah there's some bad acting in certain like scenes and i'm just like who was writing the script here <laughs> like why do they have a job <laughs> they, they it's like it wasn't right as bad in the first movie so you're confused no like, who did this who did they hire on they're like, oh, let's well, get it, was just, it was like some shakespeare like star wars type scenes he's like no no no, he's like, no i no, can't breathe there. He's like, I can't breathe. Put the bard in the same category, okay? You uh, you, do you guys know that they actually released all the Star Wars movies in Shakespeare? What? Oh my god. Like, there, there's books of all the, the movies in Shakespeare. Like, in that like type in of Like, in iambic pentameter? Yes. No, no, then you're lying. I'm not. It, That's I, I bought I bought it like back in the day. I don't know where it is, but I got uh, the Phantom Menace, and oh my god! You see, in here I felt guilty for not bringing the trivia, but you've already done enough. Just right there, that, that I have too many random episode. facts. <laughs> I have too much time on my hands. Oh my so god! So basically, what, you, what I'm seeing this. How would you say this movie made you feel, Jorge? In overall, general. Uh, attempted feelings confused (laughs) (laughs) i i well to be to be fair just full disclosure the first time i saw this movie was when i was like in middle school and i didn't really know star wars that well so i just thought it was a cool movie uh but like rewatching it like a couple years ago like as like um a quote-unquote star wars fan now like i hated the movie but just rewatching it because we just rewatched that movie like last night and just rewatching it last night. I liked it more last night than I think I ever have before, but at the same time, I still don't like the movie that much. Um, yeah. So I'm confused because yeah. like there's, there's a lot of good things about the movie. I'm not going to sit here and like trash every, every part of it. There's a lot of good stuff there, but like, I just couldn't get over certain things because I know that people like to bash Hayden Christensen for his acting and that's fair. Like it wasn't the best acting in the world, but like he didn't have a whole lot to work with. And I'm just like, I would be so mad if I showed up to like read a script and I had to read the lines they were giving him. <laughs> I'm just like, so like, this really what I, this is like really what I have to work with here. Like, come on. Yeah. Now. I mean, yeah. that scene, the, the fireplace scene was making me go crazy. He was you like, can talk about that. I was like, I just can't breathe. Scenes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting, getting ahead getting into it. Oh, my God. It's, there's so much to talk about. It's wonderful. I know. I love it. It's so exciting. Um, Jasmine, how did it make you feel? Upsetting. Um, and it's <laughs> upsetting because it had potential to be a good movie. The story is not bad. Like, if you just 
just completely cut down. Like, yeah, we know they have to bang. Okay, how else do we get Luke? We know they have to bang. That's a given. And Leia. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Sorry, Leia. Women, female power, feminism. Jorge's a feminist. Come on now. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so obviously they have to bang. Given. But do we have to show that much of them, quote unquote, falling in love? Like, it was just, it took up so much of the movie when we could have just extended those fight scenes. Like, just extend the fight scenes, get rid of the terrible love dialogue crap, blah, blah. And also just don't make him seem, like, and it's, I don't know. I mean, yes, and I said this last night to Jorge, that it's a battle between Hayden Christensen's acting and the dialogue, and they're both battling to be worse than each other. <laughs> sounds sounds about right. I yeah. don't know who won that battle, but they could have at least directed him to maybe not seem like a psychopath off the bat of his first line. Like you never believed that he wasn't gonna turn out evil, ever. Like maybe that was the point. A level ten uh, psychopath the whole time, and we've been watching Clone Wars, and he seems like a good dude in that. And it's not it's not his the story because. All the things he physically does in Attack Clones, like, oh, I'm going to uh, disobey direct orders and go save my mom. I'm going to disobey direct orders and do this. Like, those are all very Anakin-like things to do. But why does he have to do it like a pissed-off, psycho-sociopath teenager who kills rats? Like, why does he have to do it that way? You know, make us make like well, I mean, a little to bit. to be fair, he's supposed I, to... I think- that's what he is. He he's supposed to grow up and be Darth Vader. Well, so yeah, and I guess I guess they had to kind of get to the point. Of I feel the thing is, it's mostly because yeah. otherwise we're not. The thing play. is, you go, you can't picture Darth Vader being a whiny bitch. Is kind of the point. Yeah. Also, that like, yeah. did he ever get badass? I don't know. I mean, there yeah. is Rogue One, so I mean, like, you yeah. think eventually? Yeah, eventually. He you gets know what really needed to happen? Once he gets Maybe. his legs chopped off, then he just stops playing. Games. Like, you know what? Every list. Once he gets now. the James Earl Jones, uh, James Earl Jones voice, that's when he's like, you know what? My voice sounds like straight up sex. <laughs> we're we're good. I'm here. a different man now. Don't worry. I definitely get laid. Um... I got laid once. I'm good to go. Every limb that he loses makes his other limb more powerful. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh gosh. So yes, upsetting. It's upsetting because it could have been good. Yeah. All right. Well, after a quick break, we will come right back and we will talk about our favorite and least favorite moments from Star Wars episode two. Hello everyone. We are gonna do a quick little break here. We sometimes on this show, I shouldn't say sometimes, we every single episode on this show. Everyone? Everyone. We do these little in-between-the-scenes little moments, and we talk about random things like random rants or money or misfire or getting to know your host. These are all of our different segments. Unforgettable segments. These are the best segments. So I don't know exactly what category this is going to fall into, But I wanted to take a second to do a small appreciation for some of the characters that I have been really falling in love with over the past couple of years. So there are lots of different animated shows that we've watched together. Mm -hmm. And 
I gotta say that a lot of those shows, while there is a lot more like you know female inclusion, there it's still a mostly male dominated genre. Totally. And I feel like I wanted to take a quick minute here to nominate, not nominate, but so much like highlight some of like our favorite women badass characters from these animated shows that we've been watching. Animated women. Okay, you go first. I need a minute. Okay. So, I'm going to just give out three in no particular order, and I'm not saying that they're my three favorite, but just three I wanted to take a quick highlight of. So, the first one that I wanted to throw out there was Ahsoka Tano. She is an absolute badass from Star Wars, The Clone Wars. I first started watching this show a couple years ago, and didn't really think too much of her when I first saw the show. But as time has gone on, I really like, fell in love with the character. And as the final season of Clone Wars has come out now, I have really just loved the character growth they've given her. She is an absolute badass. I think everyone should watch that show just to get to know Ahsoka Tano. My second person that I'm going to talk about, her name is Jessica Cruz. She is the newest female oh, yeah. Green Lantern in the Green Lantern Corps. I just saw her cinematic debut in a movie called Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Her story is pretty excellent. I'm not going to lie, just seeing it all the way through and reading a couple of her comics so far, I think she's a total badass, and I really hope that DC will put more content of her out in the future because I think that she is an absolute really great character to build off of in the future. And finally, my third female character that I feel like does not get enough shine is Korra. I absolutely love and adore Korra. A lot of people did not like this show, which is the sequel to Avatar The Last Airbender. Korra is kind of a hard-to-like character in the first season or two, but her character growth is second only to Zuko, in my opinion, and I felt like she becomes an amazing character, a very strong character, and a really great role model for like young women. And I just feel as though if people would give that show a chance all the way through, they would kind of see what I've seen. Korra's a great character. They probably won't revive that show, but I would absolutely love if they did because that show deserves a fifth season. So with that being said, Jasmine, do you have some characters that you would like to shine a spotlight on? Um, as far as the superheroes go, I want to shine a light on Hot Girl from the Justice League show. Um, she is just a total badass, and, you know, she doesn't really get too caught up in, like, yeah, she has morals, but not that many, clearly, she betrayed everybody, so she's just kind of a badass who just beats people and bludgeons them with a mace, and who can't get behind that, right? She just doesn't really get too hung up on, oh no, we can't hurt this person, we can't kill this person, she's like, whap, fucking mace to the head, um... Love her. She totally kicks ass. Yeah, she destroys all those, like, damsel in distress stereotypes. She's yeah. like, no, I'm going to beat you to death, okay? Exactly. <laughs> and if I want to get a little side piece on the side piece, I will. But then I'm going to leave him and betray him, and it don't matter. Um, <laughs> and my second character from also not the Legend of Korra, but the original Avatar Last Airbender. You can't not mention Toph. She is another just does not give a single shit badass. Like, definitely does not care about people liking her or 
guys or girls or romantic things or friends or being tactful or anything. She says what she wants. She does what she wants. She'll kick your ass and... She'll smash you with a boulder. She will smash you with a boulder and she doesn't care. No, Toph is amazing. Yeah. I love Toph. And she doesn't... She has like not an ounce of femininity in her and yet I'm sure that if she wanted to she would also be great at that. Yeah. And my third and final character... Oh my gosh, I just had it. Ah, where did it go? You know, I didn't oh, pick... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. Mm, you didn't pick a superhero because what? Because I, I left Wonder Woman for you. I figured you were going to take her. I was going to take Wonder Woman, but I think we can all agree that Wonder Woman is a total badass. We just watched Wonder Woman Bloodlines, right? Yes. And there's this uh, end fight scene with Medusa and... She just gets the utter shit beat out of her. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but she, like, physically harms herself. And it is, and just keeps moving. It is beautiful. It is really powerful. Listen, for those of you who don't know, the DC animated movies that they put out, like, they put, like, three or four of these out a year. They are incredible. I don't understand how their animated movies are so good and their live action movies are so bad. Like, get those writers to do the live-action movies. How is this hard? Yes. And then my final character is actually not one that we've watched together, but one that I mentioned in last week's episode, so I feel like I'll mention it again, um, is Princess Mononoke. Because that character is the ultimate badass. She fights for nature. She fights for the wolves. She fights against man killing the forest spirit. She is... A fighter, she is an animal, but she is also compassionate and caring, and she's just so freaking cool. And the scene of her starting to just fight with the equally cool female villain of that story. You know, Princess Mononoke was all up on that feminism before it was cool. Just saying. Studio Ghibli puts out some really great stuff. I just facts. agree. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for participating in my little, what do we call this, an, a break, an interlude? It is something. Yes. We are bringing you some extra content on top of the content, and when we come back, you'll hear more about Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Welcome back from break, everyone. We are still here with our friend Henry from the Peacetime Podcast. Henry! What's up? Tell us something really quick here. We already know what your favorite pizza is because you've told us on previous episodes. However, yes. you have not told us what your least favorite pizza oh, is. Oh, so since you were on our show here, I need to know, what is the pizza that you won't touch? Cauliflower pizza. Ooh, that was quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the thing you said least favorite. Like, oh, I know this. Is it, this is very easy. With cauliflower on pizza. it? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, no, the, as the crust. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's not Because you know right. how uh, it's veganism, or I don't know what, yeah, vegans. Yeah. Yeah, those that, ones. It's vegan pizza. Why does it, bread isn't, bread isn't it ha- I think it, ha- it has something in it, non-GM, gluten I don't know. It's gluten- gotta be gluten-free. Gluten-free pizza. There we go. So, oh. yeah. It, yeah. I remember this because it was given to me by a uh, by a cousin of mine. She's like, "You can't even taste the difference." I take I tasted the difference. Oh please! <laughs> Your vegan cousin has and just I been said... living in this world for too long, where she hasn't tasted the actual thing. 
in so long. That oh, it made me it mad. Good. It was it was disgusting. All oh, anything she tries to give me now, I just say no to. She's completely ruined her credibility with you. Oh, extremely. Anything. Well, besides like maybe drinks, she is. Oh, I can't say anything about it, but also I'm also a raging alcoholic, so I trust her hey. judgment on that. Get them cocktails, yo. Exactly. Right. I trust her on that, but food, God, no. <laughs> All right. So, Henry, you are going to go first again as our guest of honor. Tell us, what is your like favorite and like least favorite moments from episode two? I think, all right, so I think I, I have to say my favorite moment is uh, Mace Windu. Just the, the, the sheer presence of this man. You're just like, oh, shit, a badass just stepped into the room. <laughs> yes, like, and he gets to do more than just, like, say a couple lines, like in the first movie. Exactly. I mean, and you're kind of, like, bored in the beginning because that's all they do is, like, they walk and they talk. They walk yeah. and they talk. But then... You, you see an ominous figure coming behind Dooku and you're like, no, are we about to see this man go off? And the second <laughs> you see the purple blade, you're like, oh shit, this man's dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> I this mean, is why he's, he's, the, he's the second baddest man on the, on the galaxy. Wait, who's the first baddest man? Uh, my little green friend. Yoda. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's completely fair. Completely. Yeah. I mean, the Kenobi mullet is very close as well, but oh my god, I have we to give it to them. No. That we haircut, talking about. Have you seen Moulin Rouge, Henry? Oh, he has a beautiful voice. Him and yes. um, what's her name? Nicole Kidman. Yeah, she's Nicole Kidman. The chemistry is beautiful. Yes. The way he looks in that movie, it was one year before Star Wars, and they made him look 27 years older. It's incredible what a bad, bad choice of haircut and beard can do to you. Yeah, or, they made some choices in, in that movie. Just saying, in some people's opinion, the greatest hair style of all time, but we'll agree to disagree there. Oh my um, god, pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I I'm not going to have this discussion again. I'm not going to have this discussion. He's not Listen, vulnerable Hen- in that state. Henry, I'm, I'm on sorry, your side. Just, pineapple I pizza all day. Thank you, a man of class. Yes. Two against one. Are you but on back team to the main mullet? point. Jorge, are you on team mullet? Here, there we go. Are you team mullet? That's the question. I abstain. Oh, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> so many amendments in the Constitution of America. But, <laughs> but yeah, back back to that. Yeah, I have to say my favorite moment is uh, Mace Windu just being a complete badass out of nowhere. Um, and the whole, like, Jedi reveal, basically. Because, again, oh, yeah. think about it. You always want... They always say, oh, the Jedi were once, like, the peacekeepers. Like, in the prequel... Or in the original trilogy, they're always talking about them. You're like, all right, I've seen maybe three. And two of right? them are old men, and they're dead. Right. <laughs> so... Yeah, they always... So you're one like, of them always dies. How good at this are they? Exactly. So you're like, what? Well, I, I don't see the whole thing. And then out of nowhere, you just see a bunch of blades pop up, and you're like, oh my god. Yes. I'm excited. No, that was a really no, great there's moment. There's like a lot of different a lot of different like species and races and ladies and like you just see like the full breadth of like what the Jedi were. And it's super yeah. cool. Even though like half of them get wiped out, but 
Yeah. yeah. Still cool. Yeah. yeah. They get their let's one just, moment. They still got that Yeah, tech. let's just go over that. <laughs> um, yeah, so but it's fun. Y'all know that the Backstreet Boys were supposed to make a cameo? Get out. No, Stop. they No. What, Stop. Stormtroopers? No, it's random. Yeah. Oh. Are you just making up freaking trivia no, now? No, he's not making this up. No, actually... George Lucas's daughter was a big fan, so he he offered them a a role as like random Jedi. I'm not surprised. I think they, yeah. So, oh my god, random nugget there, guys. Oh, okay. George Lucas, you whore. So, what was your least favorite moment in the movie? Um, I don't know, because I would I would say the romanticists. Anytime they were trying to be romantic, but you know, it was probably the greatest romantic like moments of all time and movie history obviously cinematography alone yeah i'd have i'd have to say anytime anakin was trying to be flirty yeah (laughs) my lady (laughs) how about everybody just goes around and says their favorite cringy line of his Uh, i'll let y'all go first because i have so many okay um well i'm just gonna take the opportunity here just to talk about my least favorite scene then so because that is because that's where we're at right now is finally that that scene where they're in that room and he's trying to like recite his little like speech to her and he's talking about how he's like oh i can't breathe i'm haunted by the kiss you should have never given me (laughs) it's like it's like i could feel you in my soul i I almost choked on what i was eating bro (laughs) like i could not handle what i was listening to in that moment i love question that one Jasmine, if this say, say Jorge came up to you and started talk to you or flirting with you like this, how would you feel? Um, honestly, I'd laugh because he doesn't really flirt very much, so I just think it was really funny. Oh, so he definitely sound like this. <laughs> yeah, he no, he doesn't flirt very much. Um, we're gonna be honest; um, it's it's not um, that bad. I could just <laughs> it's like Jorge just coming up. I just murdered a bunch of people. Hold me. He's like, damn, that's hot. <laughs> oh my god, that's the uh, that's the other part. I think that's one of my least favorites. Like, so this man just admitted to mass genocide, and he's also, by the way, he killed women and yeah. children. Yeah, and she's and she just stands there like, oh. Yeah, the he's line like... is, uh, I believe, <laughs> I killed them all, and not just the men, but the women and really? children. And she's just like, doesn't even flinch. She's like, oh. All right. I killed them. I'm going to let this man get me. I killed them like animals and I slaughtered them. (laughs) Like, what the hell? And then she just bends down and she's just like, It's also the way he delivered them. She's like, I will. Oh, no, but yeah. It's okay to be angry. No, it's not okay to to commit genocide. It's okay to be angry. That is is two different things, though. Don't you validate this behavior, woman? It's because he's hot. Let's just be. Let's just be real. It's because he's hot. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know, that's the, that was actually the main reason George Lucas chose uh, Hayden Christensen because he just looked. He looked good with uh, Natalie Portman. Here's another. There was question. no chemistry test. Can you look hot with like his haircut and the rat tail? Oh, the the rat tail. Yeah. I guess you uh, and McGregor clearly. looked pretty hot with it. This is true. This is true. A whole, a whole icon. You just think yeah. he looks hot in general, though, so that's not really entirely well, fair. Well, of course, but I, I do think he looks less hot with his mullet. 
as you would assume yeah. most people would, but, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the right of passage, though, the Jedi mullet. The Jedi mullet? Technically, technically, Anakin had it in episode three. He just knew how to style it. Yeah, yeah he had good products. Yeah, it was a little bit yeah. longer. It just grew more correctly. I mean, you know, you when you're growing out the short hair rat tail, you're going to have that awkward phase. You know, it's just going to happen. True. Of course. Of course. But um, I think my favorite part of this movie was um, I really like, you know, just because we just got done watching The Mandalorian. And after watching, you know, a lot of Clone Wars, too, you know, we get a lot of like stories about like old Mandalore and just like how they were warrior people, so on and so forth. And watching yeah. Jango Fed actually basically get the better of Obi Wan on that little on that like dock outside of like Camino, I thought that that was pretty badass because I was like, "Here's Obi Wan Kenobi, oh, freshly yeah. minted Jedi Master, can't even stop one bounty hunter with a jetpack." I'm just like, Mandalorians are pretty badass, man. Just no getting around. Yeah, he's got it. all those oh yeah and gadgets, and he was super cool. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely one of my favorite parts of that movie. I mean, obviously, the end scene, which you just talked about, but I couldn't take, you know, your your thing there. So I was like, well, you're going to steal that pick one. Else. I'll pick number two. Oh, I'll no. pick number two. There's a lot of moments I loved in this film. I was just like, well, let me see. some Because it would be expected that I choose something with Django Fett. And I wanted to, but I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's shake it up. Shake I also have up. to say one more thing that I really was like, upset me about like this movie not in like not like um that the movie was bad but like we just got done like watching like clone wars or i did anyway and like they spend the entire clone wars trying to figure out where exactly the dark lord of the sith is and count dooku tells them in the beginning of the oh. movie <laughs> like straight out that is that that, that was hilarious he's like uh the control of the senate is or he's in the control of the senate i'm like Yep. Okay, so he wasn't. Right. He lying. basically told everyone, yeah. like, yeah, Chancellor Palpatine's like Darth Sidious, by the way. I'll, you might want to know that. I'm just saying. And they spend the next three years <laughs> trying to figure out, like, I wonder who's actually the Sith Lord that we're looking for. I'm like, right? come on, man. He just told you what it was. You can't, like, do oh. a little investigation or just maybe, like, talk to the dude a bit. Like, you, what kind most of people, they tell you there's a mole inside your organization. You at least, like, you gotta try investigate to figure that. it out a little harder. Yeah. So I can't. I'm not sure who to be more mad at, George Lucas for even putting that into the script, or Obi Wan Kenobi for not following up on a tip. What kind of detective no are you, Obi Wan? <laughs> oh no! If you think about it, there's just so many moments in here where you're like, no, what they said was right. Like in the beginning, Padme straight up says, "I think Count Dooku's trying to kill me." Yep. And then Mace Windu's like, "Nah, he was a Jedi, bro. We don't do that." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? It's like what? No, that's literally the man that did it. Jesus. He's just like, nah, it's not. He wouldn't do that, bro. We used to be. Yeah. Like, no, people change. No, I know that guy. He's got a weak punch. Oh, it's like, oh my god, a lot of moments that are just like, just, just if you'd listen, if you'd listen, you just take a second. You know, yeah. you wouldn't be dead. Exactly. Like, we're not gonna circle back to the fact that that one Jedi like made this army, and like, we're not, we're not. Why did he do that? Well, we need him oh, now. Oh yeah, so Sifo I guess it's Yeah. Like. Uh, oh yeah, it's like, yeah. He's been dead for years, but here's a random army right? made from a person that tried to kill you. Yeah, that's probably good. I'm sure there's good intentions behind that. 
Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it makes no sense. Jasmine, your favorite and least favorite moments? Um, I'll start with favorite. Um, you know, I was going to say the end battle, but honestly, it's super anticlimactic. I mean, everyone just kind of gets beat down quick. They could have made that go on longer. We get a chopped off arm, and that's like, I mean, Yoda's, yes, Yoda is a badass. We're not going to lie there. But, like, I think we'll go a little uh, off the rails here. And I'll give a mention to that scene where they go into the big um, drone factory and they're trying to, you know, friggin' R2-D2 comes in and saves the damn day because he's a badass. Per use. Yeah. Cause, like, a real MVP. If you think about it, god damn, that was such good CGI. Like, there's so much going on. They, like, made you believe the danger. It seemed dangerous. I don't know why you need to have chopping knives for, like, huge chopping knives for an assembly line. It doesn't make sense, but sure. Um, I don't question it. I'm good with it. It's cool. Um, But, yeah, no, it's like, you know, you get to see Anakin actually have some skill instead of being creepy and awful. Um, He's, you know, avoids those chopping blades. And I, I also just, like always remember this part of the story when I was playing the NES Star Wars game and it was always very challenging and um, so it, I guess it holds a special part in my heart there for that and yeah uh, R2-D2 freaking kicks some ass and you kind of get to see that first forming of the relationship between R2 and C-3PO and that's cute too yeah so, just a little, a little mention um, of that scene instead also, honorable mention to the moment when Boba Fett holds his Django's dead head in his hands. That's messed up. Oh my god. That's a little messed up. <laughs> his whole head's in there. Like, that. It could have fell Actually, out. It flew off. It could have just been the helmet. No, no. Again, they they added this in post. You could, if you look slowly, when you know when Django Fett's helmet goes yeah. flying yeah. off, you could see the shadow of the oh. head. Of the head falling out of the helmet. Well, fine. I just wanted to imagine he was picking up the whole head. <sighs> yeah, that'd be pretty messed yeah. up. But no, his head flew off. Fine, I guess. And I was like, God damn it, the one at the time, the one guy that looks like <laughs> right? dead. They're like, man, he doesn't <laughs> stick around for two movies. Are you kidding me? And then I'm like, oh wait, everyone else looks like <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's literally millions of us. Take but also, there is a little thing that I like, uh, the, a little foreshadowing in this. When Obi-Wan asks, uh, or when Django asks Obi-Wan if he's proud of it, if he likes his army. And it was the, uh, I can't wait to see them in action. And then Django Fett just ominously says, they'll do their job. Right? I'll guarantee that. And, I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, oh. Shit. They're going to. They're going to slaughter you. So messed you up. See, I thought in the beginning of the movie when they when Obi-Wan and Anakin both walked into that bar and then Obi-Wan looked over at him. He's like, you're going to be the death of me one day. I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's just so much foreshadowing in it. I'll give that. I like the little. Exactly. Yeah. Like the can- that little cantina scene they had where Obi-Wan again chopped yeah. someone's hand off. Of course. So many hands That's- you know, it's every Star Except Wars. In the new ones. Yes, they, they ruined that tradition. Which really killed my vibe. Speaking of which, another thing that Disney has killed, it is now canon that Jango Fett isn't a Mandalorian. Because oh. that's, that's messed up. Are you Why? Me? Right? Yeah. 
Disney took away that as what? canon, and I'm sad about that. They said they, now it's just that he stole the armor. That's what? lame. That's right? so lame. Ugh. Yeah. Boring. Jasmine. It's like the the mouse. The mouse has to ruin things. My least. Do you favorite. have a least favorite moment? Um, I mean, you know. It's all of Anakin, basically, of course, but I'll touch on, of course, we have not mentioned the great line of, I don't, um, what is it? I don't like it there. I don't like the sand. I don't like the sand. Uh, Every It's rough. Not like here, where everything's soft. I don't feel proud of the fact that I can uh, really quote <laughs> please, that please. line. Please. Do it for us. Word for please. Word. Please. <clears throat> I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough. Oh, it yeah, gets it everywhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like here, where everything's so soft and smooth. And then he just he awkwardly touches her. Touches hand, her like, and I'm like, yeah. Soft hands. So you should have made it a true parallel. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and gets everywhere. Not like here, where everything's soft and smooth. And going nowhere, bitch. Come on, let's get it on. Like, <laughs> see, then then you would have would have wrapped it up. There you go, but... Um, it's just a lot of little things like, like that. Oh, you just, he's ugh. so cringy. Like, I watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette, and uh, I was watching the first episode of Listen to Your Heart last night. And, um, of course, of course, subtle plug, subtle plug. I, I have another <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> but there was this like this guy that was trying to compete with Anakin of being at as terrible at pickup lines. Like, he literally like is talking to this chick for minutes talking to her and then she said he says i like yeah i like your lips and she's like thanks the and then he says do, do you like my lips and she's just like yeah okay and then he's like I, uh, you ever feel secondhand <laughs> oh my god literally yes i'm feeling that now and then and there's another like moment it. later where two people walk by to go to the swimming pool, and then he's hanging out with a different chick, and he says, hey, you want to go uh, go over to the hot tub there? And she just says, um, well, I mean, I haven't explored everything. I really got to figure out where, like, where, where the bathroom is, so I'm going to go find that. <laughs> and it's like... Okay. This oh, guy has, oh like, no. I'm like, I'm convinced that a producer paid him just to be cringy. It was impressive. Um, so, yeah. I don't know and the memes flow. I, respect, I, respect I guess the point being that maybe that is oh how some gosh. men think that they can get to, get to a woman, and it, it worked. It worked, you know. She couldn't resist. I mean, I mean, it was really the genocide that sealed the deal, though. Oh yeah. Oh, I love the mass murder of women and children. Please right? tell me more. Oh, <laughs> this guy's going places. Like what? What? And I like how she can't ever tell anybody. Either. Oh my! And it's she also ever, the way like, he say like, "Hey." Oh yeah. Also, she defended this man. She's like, you know what? Yeah, right. People bad. get angry sometimes. Once you get to know him, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to get angry. He gets he got yeah. grumpy. Oh my gosh! So good. Oh so god! Bad. All right. Well, so everything. We will be right back with our final segments. Welcome back from break, everyone. 
we are coming back for our final segment here today, which is just our final thoughts about the movie, as well as a one through 10 rating. And once again, we will be starting off with Henry. Tell us your final thoughts, sir. My final thoughts are, there are so many moments where this movie could have been ended and this whole war could have been avoided. And it could have gone either way from the fact that Django Fett could have just straight up shot Padme or something instead of the worm (laughs) things, which I still to this day... Very odd. What were they going to do? Poison her. But, you know, this man literally shot a dart at the chick that messed up that from a mile away, but he can't do that to the target. Totally fair. There's that, you know. She could have been, that would have ended that. Or, again, Count Dooku straight up told Obi-Wan, hey, um, the Chancellor's like evil, bro. Nah, you're lying. Had he believed them, just saying. Right. And, like, clearly he wasn't lying about some of the other stuff he told you. Like, there's a point where he's like, oh, Dooku was right. And I'm like, maybe, like, remember the other things he said, too. Yeah, so a lot of plot holes, but at the same time, I I can't hate this movie because it's just it's a again it's a beautiful disaster. I love it. Oh my god! If it's just chef's to be kiss. fair, if, if you never had this movie, you would never have Clone Wars. Mm. Yeah, that's that's and that's yeah. a sad reality, ain't it? We had to go through this for us to like Anakin in a cartoon (laughs) dance. Which, to be fair, I do love him in that show. I actually have officially caught up all the way. Even saw the newest episode that came out last night. So, all the way caught up. Oh my god, I was was fangirling. (laughs) Um... I was fangirling. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I saw Ahsoka walk like walk into that room and they all had like their their helmets painted like her, I man that that was pretty cool, man. I I was just like that was a pretty badass moment. Oh yeah, it was. Just, I I got giddy when I saw like Anakin walk up to like the walkers and all that by himself. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, he's gonna oh he's gonna go off chosen. <laughs> bro, let's go. Wait, did you just say frozen? <laughs> Chosen oh, one. I said frozen one. Chosen. And I'm like, like, let it go. Frozen one. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I'll say Frozen 2 was is actually a pretty good movie. I, I just recently saw that as well. when I watched it, I was too baked to understand the plot. So, needs a needs is, a Isn't that the best way to watch movies? I was drunk. <laughs> At the end of the movie, I just said, so what? Did her parents commit suicide or something? And my sister's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh boy. Anyways, that's totally off topic. If you had to give this movie a rating of one to five, one to, one to ten. What? Ten, ten being your highest, ten. one being your lowest, of course. Those are the rules. This is the way. Um, what would you have rated this movie? This is the way. Uh, again, from a biased standpoint. It shouldn't be this uh, of this big of a number. Oh I'll my give it goodness! A seven, just because I love it. Oh, and we can't let you escape without asking you the most important question. Since we've done two reviews with you so far, what is your okay ranking as of right now? Which movie is better, Episode One or Episode Two? Oh, Episode One. Okay. 
I'm sorry. You can't be. You just can't True. beat that final battle. Like the whole. They talked about politics most of the movie, and which sucked. But I'm sorry. The ending just it uh, just an eargasm of, of the symphony, and then just yeah, it was just beautiful. Choreographed as hell. No, I love the choreography personally. Yeah, so that that's what I'm gonna say. But yeah, my final rating is a seven. Again, shouldn't be that high, but I also have a bias because I met two that's of the totally actors fair. and I love them now. That is totally fair enough. Yeah. So my final thoughts about the movie, uh, like I was saying before, I'm a little confused by it. I definitely liked it more this past time than I ever have before. But the movie is just, yeah, it, it's it's got some problems with some dialogue and some acting, but. I will say, speaking of plot holes, can I bring up one plot hole in particular that I could not shake, especially like after rewatching some Clone Wars last night? At the, please, you know, like I used to watch like um, what's it called, um, the honest trailers of movies, you know, like Screen Junkies will put out. I love that, and they like put out one of like uh, Civil War, you know, like Captain America Civil War, where they're like, wait a second, what exactly was Zemo's plan? And they like go through the entire crawl of like Zemo's plan, and they're like, wait, how is that supposed to work? right so yeah dude fair i i i have a moment in this movie that kind of like doesn't make any sense to me like the entire plan that palpatine had in order to kill the jedi was going to be executed through order 66 but the only way that that was ever going to happen was if the clones you know like were an army that the republic was using but until obi-wan randomly stumbled upon kamino because of because he randomly saw a you know a bounty hunter who had to kill his other Camino saber dart right yes. so all these <laughs> random things had to happen for Obi Wan even to discover the clones and had he not they would have just sat there which means Palpatine would have never been able to use them to kill the Jedi and I'm like what was his plan <laughs> like how are the clones supposed to show up if Obi Wan didn't randomly stumble across them holy shit, I never thought about that. <laughs> um, like, I know there's a lot of plot holes, but that one, I... Hold up, though. Maybe uh, Palpatine would have just made Anakin go get him. I, I, I'm just... just rolled him out, just been like, yo, check it. This is our army now. Huh. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just, I was really just confused. I'm just like, how were they going to show up otherwise? But, yeah, I, I don't know. That just, that just really kind of threw me for a loop there, but... Anyway. All I know is, Jorge, I love you because I've never thought of that. And I've literally thought so much about these movies. But I, did, I didn't even... I'm like, yeah, holy shit, what if he didn't find yeah, it? Yeah, it's not like... It's cool. Yeah, like, it's how, like how did the clones show up? To find it. They erased the data. Like, it was like, oh, you make sure nobody finds this secret planet. And then... But you need them to... It's confusing. Yeah. Yes. Th- there, there is a little bit of plot holage there. But overall... I gave this movie a 5 out of 10, and I have it being lower than episode 1, so I have episode 1 and then episode 2 on my list currently. I think, personally, I haven't watched Solo yet, so I can't say definitively, but, you know, before we get to the rest of the Star Wars movies, I think this may be the worst one, and as far as the worst one's concerned, like, that's kind of saying something good about the rest of the, se- rest of the series. We've got to go ahead of us. Yeah, I'd kind of just have it tied with The Last Jedi, but that's for personal reasons. I 
I agree with you slightly. I think I had the last Jedi just slightly above this, just from like yeah. the aesthetic thing. Like I don't hate the CGI as much as I used to, but I do prefer the you know the like the actual like sets and the actual yeah, props like effect. aesthetic to the CGI. Yeah, yeah. Love me some practical effects. But understood. Understood. Jasmine, your final, final thoughts? thoughts. Um, well, it's kind of weird. This is totally off topic, but final thoughts. Watching after watching this movie, I think it'll be easier to watch Clone Wars because I realized that a lot of the CGI from this movie is very similar to the animation style, and like I was recognizing so much of that CGI as almost looking like just slightly better animation, which also like made me kind of like they just used they overdid the CGI a lot. Like some of those buildings did not have to be that CGI. Do you know what I mean? Like. It was just excessive, yeah. and I do I agree with you, Jorge, that I just I really prefer the practical effects. I think they're so much cooler. Um, quick shout out to those younglings, you know, hanging out with Yoda alive. Um, <laughs> oh my god. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, they're gonna die in three years. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so that sucks. And then, um, let's see. Anything else that I need to say? I gave this a 5 out of 10 as well. Um, right up which is interesting. I usually rate things higher than horror. Almost gave it a four, but um, I figured... That's just how bad this movie I was. was. Just like, you know what? If you take out the scenes with Anakin and Padme, it's not a terrible movie. So I, I still let it have a five. I, I was like, okay, it's fine. You can have it. You're not bad. The story, the story is good. The story is good. Um... Yeah. I think if I wasn't as much of a Star Wars fan, I think I would have given it a little bit of a lower rating because I felt like just like storytelling wise, the story itself isn't that great. I felt like Lucas spent a lot of time just trying to like show off the Star Wars world that he could never really show off before because he couldn't show it off in the 80s. Yeah, totally. And he was finally able yeah. to semi like show it off now with like the with the way he could do special effects and so he just wanted to show off everything he's like look at look how cool coruscant looks and right. look how cool this desert look looks and look how cool alien, alien monster look at this fight. droid factory yeah look at all these geonosians these weird little like bugs slash oh who what are they shout out to the the moment that uh padme gets her entire outfit ripped off in one slash like it slashed her back. How did that rip the entire front of the shirt off? Because it's 2002 and we have to have sexy in our movies. Yes. Yeah. Think about and it. it was She's low a rise. woman in a movie. She has to it was look low hot. Rise too. Exactly. Oh, man. All I know is a young Henry was like, dang, <laughs> I never thought a scar Meanwhile, that the other two Jedi who were in that ring getting hit and blah, 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 their clothes to come out looking fine. I don't get an Anakin arm shot before it's gone. Like, come on. Uh, that's also true. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, Obi-Wan got blown up a lot by Jango Fett. And he came yeah, out Yeah, clothing fine. totally intact. One... You guys. Yeah, there wasn't a bunch of explosions near this Wait, man. It's because they used the force Somehow Padme can't keep intact. any of her clothing on. <laughs> yeah. The arm's gone. No, of course Just not. Just the midsection's gone. Very confusing. We had to show off Natalie Portman's. Yeah, she ass. worked out for this, okay? For real. She's exactly. going to be a badass. It's not like anyone else did. 
In my defense, also, in the next one, we see Anakin shirt. That's true. I'm like, where's the sexual sure objectification do. for the ladies, right? Like, I mean, I know they're not appealing to I a mean, lady audience to begin the with. The mullet? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah. Everywhere. He was everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Hey, did you see the way they, they take I, I... their robes off when they go to, like, fight? I mean, there it is. That's, ah! your, that's your reveal right there. <laughs> they drop the robes. Oh, boy. So hot. Anytime Obi-Wan fixed his hair, just ugh, <laughs> theaters were just, it had to be cleaned. Yep. Moist, generally. Oh, ugh. special RIP to movie theaters. Oh, way to bring I, it I down. Haven't, I haven't been in one in like three months. <laughs> Jesus, Thanks, man. man. <laughs> just saying, you know, may they, may they Thank rest. Thank God we got that. Or, may they return. Hashtag privilege. Just kidding. Um, Hey, that was a good deal, okay? It really was. That was was. a good sale. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, in hindsight, greatest purchase we could have made in these moments. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, that was so much fun. Um, Everybody kind of feels good about where we're leaving this off. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just leaves... It was... It's not a good movie. (laughs) We did what we could. We... Yeah. Some... There'll be plenty more to talk about in the future episodes. This I mean, the good. movies only get better from here on out, especially when you get to, you know, like I, th- I will have a lot of good things to say about Revenge of the Sith because I don't care that people don't like that movie. Are... I like that. Oh, movie. that's my favorite we one. I like that I movie. Fight anyone that says it. Yes. The amount of Jar Jar I... screen time is just significantly smaller. Oh, but, oh! Here's the thing, though. You do realize this now. They gave him powers, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. Jar Jar, Jar Jar gave emergency powers to the Chancellor. He literally started the rise of the Empire. Yeah. Just remember that. Don't forget, Jar Jar easily manipulated, and he's Jar- a moron. And he started, you know, what would be known as probably the worst war in history. Yeah, classic Jar Jar, right? Yeah. He's what? start a war? That was a great George Lucas move, actually. He's like, oh, you don't like my creations? I'm just going to double down in the next movie and make it even more important. Thank you very much. Oh, it was hilarious. He's like, all right, so you don't you don't want more Jar Jar. I won't put more Jar Jar, but I'm going to make Jar Jar the reason the, the whole Republic falls. <laughs> oh, my God. No joke, dude. To be very fair, though, I think my favorite Jar Jar moments actually came in the Clone Wars, just rewatching season six. He had a couple of good episodes there at the end with Mace Windu. That was, uh, that was like a... The, the, the most random pairing. Right, the most random pairing in the world. But those two episodes really worked. They really did. I was really feeling them. But with that being said, Henry, please plug yourself. Tell the people at home about your podcast. Well, hello. My name's Henry. Um, (laughs) I'm the host of the Pizza Time podcast, available on any podcasting platform. What are they? All of the platforms. Yes. See, y'all sound more professional than I do. Um, yeah, available on all platforms. And I'm on Instagram at Pizza Time Podcast. Check us out. We're try- I'm trying to be a little more uh, interactive because, you know, I want to interact with y'all. y'all. Y'all are my favorite people. I don't know. I'm trying to sound cool. I- I'm not. Just-, just check it out. You know, I say stuff that's interesting, sometimes funny. Yeah. And also, my great friends, Jorge and jasmine have been on the show multiple times 
and they're great. Wait up. We highly endorse this man's podcast. Yes. Uh, definitely go check him out. Go follow him on Instagram. Go like some pictures. Subscribe to the podcast, people. Give it a five-star rating. You know the routine. Let's go. Exactly. Please do. Five-star ratings everywhere. I, it's, it's all I live for I these I want to see 15, okay? Give five to Pizza Time. Give five to Flip It. And give five to Bachelor before the final rose. Just... Oh, right. subtle plug. Subtle plug. Um. Damn right. You better be watching that bachelor, homie. You know, we coming for you, dog. Oh, man. So good. So good. I want to see who's getting this role, exactly. dog. Let's go. All right, everyone. Well, thank you again for checking out our episode, and we will see you next time. Well, everyone, there's a switch up here. You might even call it a flipped and reversed. I am doing the outro for a change because if you had not known, the first 24, 25 episodes were all done by Jasmine. So here we are. That is our show for today. Thank you for listening to Flip It and Reverse It. Your host for today was me and the real Jasmine Sherman. Now, you can find me on Instagram at ask underscore why underscore not, the ask why not page. You can also find our podcast on Instagram at flip and reverse it podcast. We occasionally post things on there. It's not the greatest content in the world, but at this point, you know you're going to check it out anyway. You can find my co-host, Jasmine, on Instagram. Where at? At the real Jasmine Sherman. Gosh, it's so easy. I'm done. I'm never doing the outro again. Mm. Yes, as she was just saying, it's normally her outro, but today I have taken over. If you are listening to our podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at, as well as giving us a five-star rating. If you're inclined to give us a four-star rating, just check yourself before you wreck yourself. We don't want those four-star ratings. You know what four-star ratings are for? People who like sixlets. I have a boring candy. I have no idea what that is, but we're just going to keep on moving. <laughs> so please review us. Please rate us. Please subscribe. All of those things. The five-star rating again. Now, the real Jasmine Sherman. Do you want to do your final thought of the day or should I go first? Go first. My final thought of the day is since we are talking about in Star Wars episode, I just want to keep it on brand for those of you out there who have not watched star wars the clone wars tv show do yourself a favor and watch it especially if you are a star wars fan there are a lot of casual star wars fans out in the world kind of like me who didn't really get too in depth into the star wars lore i gotta tell you that watching this show makes Episode 2 and 3, so much better. It's not even close. Do yourself a favor. Watch this show. It's really well done. It gets better as the seasons go forward. It feels like season 1 was actually the weakest. It just gets better and better as time goes on. The writing's phenomenal. The storylines are great. Definitely check it out. That is my recommendation for you today. Jasmine, your final thought. My final thought of the day is why is there nothing you can do when your knee joints hurt? It's like, you can't fix that, man. Like, you can have icy hot, and that's great for, like, back pain and muscle relax, but you 
you can smother Icy Hot and CBD and everything you want to on your knees, but they're just going to still be sore, and that's sad. Obviously, Jasmine's never heard of cocaine. Okay, thank you so much for listening to our show today, and we'll see you next time. Bye.